monkeys. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Aloha, Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine. And aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. Oh, you're so excited today. Uh, well, we have the new toy, and yes. I'm learning how to use it better. Let's have a cocktail. Yay. In the shaker are all the ingredients for a Pisco Sour. One of my favorites. Uh, well, I know that. But you've never made one before for the show. Um... I, I don't think that I have. I think you're right about that. Nope, we only get them at the casino. Um, also, let's um, let's put some music in here. Okay. Sunshine okay. has a fancy new toy that looks like an upscale Simple Simon, or Simon Says. Simon Says, yeah. right, yeah. So um, the, the music that we're listening to goes along with our South of the Border, South American theme. So we're, we're having a Pisco Sour. I'll give you the recipe for in a second. And um, I've got a few uh, Samba, Bossa Nova... Um, songs queued up that we'll we'll listen to yes. now and then. I think everybody will just love that. Yes, uh, and hopefully we won't have any recording mishaps. This is the Balen Samba by uh, Les Baxter, by the way. It's on the Colors of Brazil album. Nice. So you want to shake a Pisco sour really, really well because it's yes. got egg whites. And you, yeah, you don't want to just roll it around on the sugar. Like you want to really, yeah. just like you're whipping uh, egg whites to a soft peak. Yeah. Same, same thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but you just wouldn't want it in there without it. Like, don't be lazy right. about it. It'd be gross. You pour it in the glass yeah. and then you top with the Angostura bitters. And what do you think, Starshine? I think Does you it did look a good beautiful? Job. Okay. Your, uh, bitters Cheers. look like a sad clown, but it's very tasty. Mm. Nice. So for a Pisco Sour, you want one and a half to two ounces of Pisco. I do too, of course. Mm, of course. The stronger the better. One ounce of fresh squeezed lemon juice. And on a Pisco Sour, I do strain out the pulp because when you're going to have a velvety drink like this because of the egg white, the last thing you want is pulp. Pulp? I guess that's yeah. true because then you'd think the pulp was a piece of egg. Or something, yeah. yeah. So strain out your pulp. Yeah. Uh, three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup, or a half if you like it more sour, yeah. um, and one ounce of egg white. Now, I know people, they get worried about using the egg whites. Um, I'll bring down the music just a little bit. But eggs are pasteurized now. Uh, so, a lot of store-bought eggs are pasteurized. So, here's the deal. Store-bought eggs, the incident of salmonella is very, very low for a couple of reasons. They wash the outside of the egg, so yeah. they're not farm fresh. Because it's when you crack the egg... That's how the salmonella gets into it, right? Correct. It's from the outside of the so shell. So the salmonella would be on the shell on the outside. Exactly. And that could definitely, you know, carry over. This is called fried bananas. Could fuck up your day, yeah. Um, so store-bought eggs, really no issue. Separate the egg white by using a separator or running it through um, a sieve. A dishwasher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Run your egg through a dishwasher to separate the egg and the white. cycle. <laughs> Um, I think that's the uh, China setting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, um, but you can also do what I like to do and what most bars do is you get a carton of the pasteurized egg white. Do those work just as good? The real thing works a little better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this one is not as velvety as the one that I made last night mm -hmm. with a real egg white. I see. 
So I mean, they're all though. they're all real egg whites, but after they're pasteurized, it just it, it changes it a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's safer. Okay. But uh, I didn't get salmonella poisoning. I, well, but it's 24 hours later. I would I'd be no one. You'd be no by one now, already. probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'd be in pain. So enjoying enjoying a pisco sour. Uh, anyway, um, we hope that you enjoy the music, and we hope you uh, well hope you get a kick out of the new way that we're able to put the podcast together. Uh, I'm going to keep playing with it. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, we have a fair number of things to talk about. Will they notice that the podcast is put together differently? Uh, yes, I, I think listeners will, because one is we're able to actually comment on the music and the sounds live, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Whereas before, I was the only one who could do that in some cases, or not at all, right? Because it was always post-production. Yes. So um, it's the Roadcaster Pro, and uh, listener Stefan in Germany asked me a question about this. I'm actually going to answer that question on the next episode with Pumpkin. I'm doing back-to-back. Yes, I know you're going to Today with exhausted. Starshine, tomorrow with Pumpkin. Uh, because tomorrow I'll have the husband around also, and he just picks up how to use these things a little quicker than I do. That's his forte. Um, but I just love that you you literally, on my desktop computer, I have um, the, the same, I have the layout of the same buttons that are on the machine, yeah. and I can drag sounds right into it. Well, that's really cool. And they go immediately that. to the soundboard. And in this case, I've drugged this, all the songs in there, yeah. but I have multiple menus. So the first menu is the podcast intro, the email segment, our gong that we always use. Um, and it's it's plug, plug and play, drop in, super easy. It is really cool. Um, and uh, now, since that song is over, it is time for us to um, get ready for the email. Oh, I'm so excited. Does somebody say something about the sack on there so I don't have to do it? Um, mm. Well, I don't know about that. No, that's too fast. Not fancy enough. Not fancy enough. Tiki mail. Um, You know, it's the new year and last year was pretty bad. So do I even have to say anything about the sack? Is it a shiny new sack? Is it going to, did it get a COVID vaccine? Oh, it is a dry, crusty sack. (laughs) Uh, This, this. All of the sanitizing and washing and cold, <laughs> dry air we've had recently in Southern California has not has been it, good has for the sack. Has it got its vaccine yet? What tier is it at? <laughs> it's not nearly mm, ready not touch, for I'm not touching it. Not yet, nearly then. ready for a vaccine. Uh, this first one comes from Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Jeff says, I wanted to let you know that I made about 36 four-ounce bottles of your rum for gifts this oh, year. Yummy. And it went over really well. Well, why wouldn't it? I know. Everybody loves it, and I think the addition of sugar, uh, so that's in the most recent version I've posted, the YouTube video of of how to make Sunshine's Very Spicy Rum, I now add between a quarter cup and a third cup of sugar to the 1.75 liter rum because that really magnifies uh, the spices and vanilla. Yeah. Interesting. You could use, you could use a turbinado, um, or I wouldn't use a brown sugar though. Um, No. No, but the turbinado is a little under brown sugar. If I was, I'd use a light brown sugar, light brown but not sugar. a but not a dark. Okay, that's a bit that's much. Interesting. Um, anyway, so he says the. Let's see. Uh, I was also looking at your hot buttered rum recipe and mm. thought to myself. Yummy. So he thought to himself. He thought as I talk to myself, so he can think yeah. to himself. 
There must be an easier way to do this that doesn't involve keeping four pounds of rum batter in my fridge. <laughs> well, for one, start drinking, buddy. Yeah, I mean, what? Uh, I but, don't know what the issue but is But seriously, uh, noting that your spicy rum has most of the same spices in it, uh, I decided to mix up a tablespoon of butter with a tablespoon of raw honey, stir it into a cup of Earl Grey, because I do recommend using a nice tea like an Earl Grey yeah, for yeah. your hot hot buttered rum. Add two ounces of your rum. I was really pleased with the result, and I think that this may be my go-to cold weather drink. Thanks oh, for everything he's so, he's so smart. to you and the ladies. Yeah, no, so I love shortcuts. Yeah, so we'll have to try it. Did you try it? I, no, I didn't. I just got this. I just got the email um, a day or two ago, so I do need to try that. Seems clever. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-mm. Good Pisco. Mm-hmm. Um... Let's see here. I'm going to make sure that on the other thing we're still recording because oh, we are we recording right now. We are recording. Yes. We're just rambling, <laughs> not really doing anything right now. Every, everything is still good. Um, this next email comes to us from Wayne. Hi, Wayne. This this email is of no surprise because I've had these same verbal comments as I've talked to people and also uh, through live social media chats. So Interesting. Wayne says, please don't. Do the whispering thing again. Oh, my God. It was the worst episode. I was like, I cannot whisper this long. (laughs) I can't whisper at all. (laughs) Um, He said, admittedly, I have listened to my share of Boston and those comfortably numb chaps, but I still retain enough aural response to move over for an ambulance. Wayne. Okay, Wayne. Well, I, I won't be on one of those shows again, so you don't have to worry about that. It Okay, so... I, I did it only because... We were doing it for fun. It was tongue-in-cheek. It's it was so tongue-in-cheek. freaking popular yeah. on TikTok, right? Yeah. All the ASMR and yes, the, yes, and the yes. people doing it on YouTube. Yeah. And I was correct that that hashtag and the title of the show got us probably an additional 500 listeners on uh-huh. that episode <laughs> that we would not normally get. So um, I so, don't know if any of them have stuck around, but... Well, I mean, I do know because... Yeah. The, the numbers are, yeah. some of them are still there. Yeah. Well, they're stupid. <laughs> and actually, and actually we're talking about listener metrics, um, yeah. a little bit later. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we need to find popular hashtags and just do one every episode to increase the listeners. Well, that is what the, the campy people do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This last one comes from Sean. Hi, Sean. Sunshine. I got a record player for Christmas. Time to buy some more vinyl. I have just a few albums. Where do I get good used albums that actually play and don't arrive all scratched? I'm not going to go to any parking lot sales right now. Even if they are happening, the two of us, my girlfriend and I, have stayed home since late November. Thank you, Sean. Uh, Well, I was going to say when things open back up, a vintage swap meet is where you would go. You would. Uh, So depending on where you live, Mm -hmm. you may have um, a store that actually carries uh, old used and reused and and vintage vinyl. Uh, But I get all of mine on eBay or Mercury or Mercari, however you say that. And, uh, and I've been quite happy. So every once in a while, I do get an album that, you know, they listed it as a, and I think it should have been an a minus cause there's ratings to, for the album, as far as how pristine they are and scratches mm, and things see. like that. Yep. Um, or a, of they would say a very good versus an excellent or a very very good the rating system is interesting and not everybody follows the exact same one but usually well, it's know, the it's, like, it's the good very good very very good excellent that that yeah. one 
And But most of the time, what I get, sometimes I'm even surprised. I think it's better. I, I think sometimes the people rating them to sell them, they err on the side of caution yeah, a bit. they don't want negative feedback and they don't want someone arguing with them. Yeah. So. so I would go on eBay and do what I do. At least if you're searching for um, like exotica, jazz, bossa nova, uh, like I tend to. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, let's play another song. Yeah, we should. Well, How we about this one? Oh. oh, this is an electronic bossa I was nova say, song. It's kind of jazzy, electronic. Yeah. I'm going to shoot lasers. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. So, and search on eBay or Merc- Mercari, M-E-R-C-A-R-I. That's the app that everybody's kind of into right now. My husband prefers it over eBay because they actually hold the funds in escrow, essentially. Until you get your uh, goods? Until you get goods that you are okay with. Oh, that's nice. That's good, right? though. Yeah, it I takes away the, the risk. Yeah. Um, anywho, just search for vintage vinyl exotica or vintage vinyl jazz vintage vinyl bossa nova vintage vinyl mid-century modern even and you will find stuff i would if you want to really beef up your collection i highly suggest that you go ahead and bid on one of the um, multi-packs sometimes sellers they're offering um you know three four five six ten vinyls all in one pack for maybe 40 bucks yeah buy them all and if if they're mostly rated as very good, very, very good, um, I, I think you're going to be happy with that. Now, of course, what's going to happen is I've done that several times, and so I have duplicates and triplicates of some albums. I've given them to other people. Yeah, there you go. But they're still so much cheaper than if I went to one of the vintage sales yes. or an Amoeba Music or yes, whatever it is yes. and done it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. So there. That's, uh, that's my advice for that. I hope so that works. You could try hitting up... Estate sale. Yes. You know, something like that. You can always take advantage of other people's passing. Yeah, that's what I mean. You can, you know, find, uh-huh. the, find the old people and they usually have good glasses and records. Yeah. All right. So, uh, sh- cocktail glasses, she means. Yes, it's a great place to pick yes, those up. Yes, glasses. Cocktail glasses. Well, you know, I mean reading <laughs> glasses, bitches. <laughs> some, I'm look, always looking for good glasses. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's go ahead and end the mail segment. You can send your comments and questions to mail at zentikilounge.com. We're always happy to answer your questions. We are, and we love bad ones. I mean, not bad questions. We love... Speaking of, I did go on iTunes and check and see if we had any new ratings. We don't. Uh, But go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Say something just nasty. And then say something ridiculous. Yeah, awful, ridiculous... You're going to have to edit that out. Sunshine's ass is big, whatever. Um, actually, describe how Starshine's voice makes you feel <laughs> in in one of the comments, but just make sure it's five star. <laughs> like a pedophile. <laughs> like a Catholic priest. Tell me your voice. <laughs> this is like a samba or bossa nova version of Fly Me to the Moon. Here, let me listen. I think you're right. It's Oh, it is. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Do, do, do. Yeah. I mean, further explanation on that. I don't think we have any new listeners, but I do sound like I am, I'm where I sound like a 12 year old. Oh, well, when we come back from the mail segment, yeah. we're doing a, a New Year's statistics. Oh, good. We will be right back. Starshine, we're back. Oh, my God, that was so fast. I know. It's like we didn't even go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see here. Uh, what do I want to talk about? I want to talk about listener st- statistics. Statistics? Yes, yeah, statistics. Is that your new hobby for this year? 
Uh, oh, no, first, it's not my new hobby. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't need a new hobby. Okay. Um, I want to talk about the, the shaker that we used. Okay. So I mentioned this many podcasts ago, and then I said on a future podcast, I'm going to go into detail. So I did- It's not um, your typical shaker. I mean, it is a shaker no, shape, it's not. but it's- um, Slimmer. So it's called the Elevated Craft Cocktail Shaker, and they don't, they're not sponsoring us, but I just, I really do like it, and so I'm going to tell you about it. It looks like a thermos, kind of. It is. Oh. So it is a a stainless steel shaker Mm -hmm. with um, a screw-off instead of pop-off lid. How nice. Because it seals. I don't have to wrestle with the pop-off. You do not. So it won't lock on you. Inside the lid is... The numbers for measuring. So it measures all the way up to, what does it say? Six or eight ounces at the top. Six ounces. Six ounces. But how clever. And then it has a screw-on lid that goes on top of it, and it sits flat on your counter so that you can pour the ingredients into it. Oh, so somebody, some alcoholic really put some thought into this. Then, of course, you can seal it up, plus put the lid on. And you can shake your cocktails. It holds an entire 750 milliliter bottle. Nice. So an entire bottle of liquor, if you want to do that, it keeps everything cold for the most on the test I did. It was still perfectly cold after nine hours. It says 24. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried that yet. Couldn't make it Because I haven't been I haven't been traveling with the shaker, right? Yeah. Um, but you could essentially mix like um, a high proof cocktail in here, like a, a Manhattan or um, I suppose a Pisco Sour or something that's more spirit forward yeah. um, so that you get a lot in here. And you've got six to eight of those in here that will... Will be cold and just pour neat, pour over ice, whatever you want to do when you get where you're going, and it's already going to be cold. And of course, it's a shaker, um, so it's I. I think it's really darn cool. So I'm going to put a link on this week's show notes. The Elevated Craft Cocktail Shaker. I, originally, I swear they were on Kickstarter, but now they're on Indiegogo. But who cares? The link you see will be Indiegogo. But I'm pretty sure I did it on Kickstarter. I just like the fact that I won't have to wrestle with the lid. You won't. If we ever do a room party again. I don't know if I would take this one. But in to... general, the, the concept in general, I mean, if you had them. Him... Screwing takes a little longer. <laughs> than, Not if I'm in the background than, wrestling it for five minutes. Then just can't... popping it off. <laughs> if, if, if we must say. That's probably fits in a lot of things. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So screwing, screwing definitely does take um, a little bit uh, longer. Do we have a, screwing do we have a. worth it though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get better at hitting the buttons in yeah, a more timely you get fashion. So that was a little after it. I know, yeah. I know. I think I would rather screw it than pop it off, though. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Actually, one of them back there sounded like my cackle. Oh, somebody in the audience yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, our 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 virtual audience, because again, still COVID. And <laughs> I, I do have to mention that Starshine's way down there. Yeah, I am way down here. Uh, the bar is uh, long enough for us to remain distanced yes, here. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, and that's one of the things with this new soundboard is you, you can you can record Zoom on it or online otherwise. Um, but because because of the way Zoom um, it it does auto ducking to focus on the person who's speaking the most. Yeah. Um, if you are when you when the ladies when you were on the other end of it last time, um, you all couldn't hear the music that I could hear. Yeah. And you couldn't hear the sound effects consistently. It would cut them out. So you really do need people in the room with headphones on so everybody can participate that the way. Experience. And 
Yeah, so let's talk about um, some listener uh, statistics. Tell me. So um, do you want to guess, and it's not tough, do you want to guess the country where most people are listening to this podcast? Is it besides USA? Well, sure, because that's the given. So let's yeah. go to the next one. What's next? Germany. It's Canada. Canada, okay. I yeah. think at one time it was Germany. It was. Yeah. Now it goes... U.S., Canada, U.K., Ireland, Australia, then Germany. Oh. Then France, Italy, China, India, Netherlands, Japan, Spain, Mexico, Austria, Switzerland, Sweden, Belgium, New Zealand, Poland, Norway, Puerto Rico, Russia, Brazil, Denmark, Finland, Malaysia, Israel, Philippines, is this, is Ukraine, the, Greece, Republic of Korea. Is this going to be the rest of the show? No, no. Just naming off every- <laughs> <laughs> so that's the top 20. Okay. Um, and then here we can look at um, each month how many people are actually listening to the show over the past year. So at the beginning of the year, we were at just above, um, looks like 11,000 people listening every month. That's bullshit. Is that true? It's right here. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, right? Where I thought it was like around 100 people. <laughs> no, it's 11,000. Oh, my God. Um, and so, and then we uh, we went up a little bit in February. We got to about 13,000 people. Um, in April, we dipped because uh, the whole world was just going, going crazy. crazy. Yeah, we dipped all the way down to 8,400. Because oh, everyone was Zooming with each other. So why were they going to listen And to then us? as people got used to the pandemic, yes. um, we have been on a steady cl- uh, upswing. Yeah. yeah. And so we are currently at... Uh, 13,559. I just don't even believe it. <laughs> I just it, don't. It's, it's crazy. It's a bunch of bull. <laughs> it's, it's right here. <laughs> okay, now let's look at um, where are people visiting us from? So like, how are they getting to us? Um, so let's see. Um, most people, 42% are getting to us directly, meaning they are like subscribed to the podcast. Okay. So that's, that's how they get it. So they subscribed right? on iTunes, their Android, their podcast player, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, and then interestingly enough, another 37% um, are getting to us by doing a search. Like every week they just pop it in Google? Well, that could mean that we have a very volatile audience and that there's up to 37% over the last year that would not have listened to us at all had they not been searching for some type of keyword. Yeah, but I don't think it would be consistent. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think they're just lazy like me, so they're going in and just popping it in every week and looking for it. Then there's 18% that are clicking from social media. And then there's, um, what is this? Direct referral. So like somebody sends a link and that's like 1.4 something percent. Mm. Um, it, it breaks down like even further than that. But um, I think it's interesting that that much comes from the search. Well, I, it, can somebody have just saved the Zentiki Lounge page as a favorite and they're just going to it every week? They absolutely could. Yeah, so they're probably doing that. They're probably opening that up and going into it that way. Well, now, as far as the website goes, uh, listeners are going to zentikilounge.com first. Mm-hmm. They're going to the podcast page second. They're going to the cocktails page third. This actually flipped from last year. Yeah. Last year, they were going to the cocktails page before the podcast page. Um, then they're going to our Tiki Links page, and then they're going to the store. And then oh, this just, I was like, What? Um, they're going to two specific cocktail recipes regularly. Okay, and so... They actually made it on the top eight list of thing, parts of the website we people to are going to. Do guess what they are? Yeah, do you want to guess? Uh, Genie's Fire. No. Uh, your Stupid Jungle Bird. No. Uh, marooned? No. Well, what are they? 
Poggrog. Poggrog. <laughs> I know. People are going to the Poggrog <laughs> recipe and my rum Hatton recipe, oh, which yeah. Yeah, I talk about that what? all the time. I Because I don't like Manhattans, but I like that rum Hatton. And I feel like one time you did it with tangerine. Mm. Did you have tangerine rum at one time? Oh, yes. Yes, yes I did. I liked that. Yeah. Yeah. So those are, you know, some of the fun statistics about um, how people are getting in touch with us. Well, I'm just shocked. I just I really assumed there was 100 people listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, there's more. <laughs> it's like 13,000. I just feel like I need to be more professional now. <laughs> uh, so if that tickles your fancy and you want to reach out to approximately 13,000 people per episode, well, you know, get in touch with us and we might talk yeah. about your product. Yeah, write a, or write an email and we'll read it. Yes. 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 Um, all right. So we have some more stuff to chat about. Okay. All right. So let's um, let's dive into uh, the rest of the topics we have here. What do you have the shot glasses out for? That's the first thing on the <laughs> list. <laughs> all right. So I was at the I was at the local liquor barn. Yes. Is it a is it the liquor? Ooh, barn? that sounded nice. And I came across this rum. And before I say. Well, I'm going to I'm going to tell you about the rum, at least what the label tells us. Yes. And then I'm going to ask you what you think about it because okay. I think anyway, it's it's You're not going to tell me what crafted with a K. Small batch premium rum. It is 40% so standard. Triple instilled with raw sugarcane from the island of St. Croix. Column blend aged in American charred oak bourbon barrels. That's quite a description. Distinctive and delicate taste capturing the sweet notes of almond, caramel, nutmeg, and vanilla. Mm-mm-mm. It's batch number two. <laughs> batch number two. So try it and tell me what you think. Don't hold back. It has a very astringent aroma. Like no flavor. Like, or no... um. Nothing in there. Oh, it's hurting my nose. What do you think? Not in a good way. Um, I think it tastes like hairspray. I am so glad you said that. <laughs> because I am convinced that they did not clean these bottles correctly and that there is soap or something in here. I think it tastes like detergent. It tastes like Aquanet hairspray. Right? And that's the aftertaste. So I called the liquor barn and I said, hey... So, um, you know how when you check out now, they ask you if you want your receipt and like everybody says no because we don't want to touch things. Well, I said no when I purchased something that I believe is um, is tainted. Mm-hmm. People should not be drinking it, even though we just tasted it again. Because <laughs> I wanted, because my husband tasted it and he was like, first of all, he has very bad allergies and he doesn't taste and smell very well. I don't have a good test sense of smell either, but. Um, Get up on that microphone. Oh, sorry. I like deep-throating it right now, so it's whatever. I'm going to try the I can just again. turn you up a little bit. You can <laughs> sit where you are. I'll turn you up. First off, I don't smell very well, but even the first taste of it is not... It's horrible. It's... And I mean, it's like you almost want to buy another bottle to see if it's the rum or if it's... So, so let's finish the story of the liquor barn. Yeah. Look, I'll just say it's BevMo, and I don't love them, right? I only go there when I can't get to a Total Wine or get to High Time in Costa Mesa. Yeah. Um... I said, so I don't have the receipt. Like, does because I use my frequent shopper card, do you have this, right? And they were like, yeah, 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 we do. And I said, okay, because I want to come in and return a bottle. I'm pretty sure that it's tainted. Like, there was soap in the bottle when they poured in the liquor. Yeah, unless their rum would taste like And soap. she goes, oh, you opened it? And I go, how would I know that it's tainted <laughs> if I hadn't opened it? And she goes, well, once it's open, 
we don't do returns. And I said, so you sell products that could be bad, expired, tainted, et cetera. Yeah. And then, and then it's just like, you're screwed. Yeah. And she was like, well, hold on just a moment. She talked to her supervisor and they were like, no, you can come in. You obviously haven't drank the whole bottle. You didn't pull the whole, I drank the whole bottle and then there was something wrong. No, I could not drink this whole. So, uh, so anyway, now the, the mistake I made was, what do I always do the first time with a new rum? What do I make? A Manhattan? Lime Old daiquiri. Fashion? Oh, lime daiquiri. A lime daiquiri. Yeah. So I made a double lime daiquiri. <laughs> and I taste it and I go like, Whoa! <laughs> it's a soapy daiquiri. You know what's funny? A side note is that book I just showed you, the, the Avery cocktail book. Mm-hmm. They calibrated all their drinks like their base drink was a lime daiquiri. And they did like six different versions of it to discover... <sighs> Well, get it away from you. Anyway, yeah, so I, I you're not the only one using the daiquiri. As yeah, no, it's cocktail. because it's, it's the perfect uh, perfect drink to yeah. try to do that with. I think um, that made me flush, that rum. It might set my rosacea off. Well, I was thinking if it's, you don't actually look red. Okay. I was thinking if it actually is detergent, like still in there, that it would give me the shits, but. Um, well, I mean, detergent, I mean, it's not bleach. I mean, it's not going to hurt you. It's just, uh, it's not like we're eating a Tide Pod. So, yeah. So like you said, though, I want to go in and actually say, can I just exchange it? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted it and I, 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 I know there's no way that it's supposed to taste like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So things do sometimes go wrong with your spirit. <laughs> and if it is supposed to taste like that, hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's all I have to say. Something is very, very wrong. Yeah, that's, um, mm, somebody has no tense sense of touch. Yeah, it's just very hairspray It's wrong. Yeah, it's, it's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Let's, let's play another song while we're chatting here. Yeah. How about, oh, this one is called... Brazil by Enoch Light and his orchestra. Well, let's hear it. I believe it's this one. Oh, this one's nice, too. You like it? I do. Does it make you want to keep drinking? Oh, it just makes me want to go to tiki events so bad. I know. I know, but it's not time yet. (laughs) Uh, So let's see here. Um, I I lost my list. Oh, my God. We'll have to end the show now. Oh. um, So... People around the world, um, they look up our drink recipes. And so this was an even more specific kind of analytic that I got into. Yeah. And um, in particular, people from Germany Mm -hmm. and the Netherlands look up our cocktail recipes more than anyone else. That's interesting. Right? You would think the U.S. No. No, I don't know if I, I mean, maybe they're really in, are they really into tiki bar culture there or something like that or I mean they're into cocktail culture and yeah, they have so that might have they something have great, to do with it great bars and some yeah. even some tiki bars yeah. right um so that's that's kind of interesting to know um and one place that I feel should not be on the list it's like number 30 yeah but Saudi Arabia well <laughs> <laughs> cuz I think isn't alcohol illegal well, in Saudi Arabia well I mean like is Dubai Dubai but that's not Saudi Arabia. That's no, the United not. Arab Emirates, I know, right? But or it's adjacent. I'm not sure. It's adjacent, but. right? So yeah, I guess in Saudi Arabia. But you could have a lot of people from different countries that go to there to work. Maybe which happens in Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah, like there's there's still to this day a large U.S. compound where yeah. people. So yeah. I mean, if you have a lot a, a large outside constituent coming for to work there, then maybe that's what. Or they're just drinking on the sly. 
I don't know where they're getting all their mixers from, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know that the entire country is dry. Like, I think maybe you can drink in places, but I, anyway, I, ba- women just ba- barely can drive now. Yeah, so. well, they're driving to the liquor store. <laughs> That's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's see what's next here, song-wise. Oh, you're going to actually sing along with it, all right. do, do, do. Well, I know this one. For the next 10 minutes, Sunshine will sing to you, and that's it. You can see the cat over on the kitchen counter. It is kind of a cat song. It's kind of a slinking cat song, isn't it? You think? Yeah, like cat up to no good song. Hmm. Yeah, knocking crap off the counter. Oh, they always are. Yeah. That's what cats do. Yes, that's why I love them. They're just, I mean, cats are assholes, right? Yeah, that's why I love them. So this is miniskirt, and this is one of the quintessential exotica songs um this is the esquivel version mm-hmm. everybody has covered everybody has mm-hmm. covered mm-hmm. this song for the most part of the classic exotica artists uh and i i really do like it all right so let's see here uh, this just all went around on the interwebs in the last 48 72 hours um it is john dillermond the new children's show from denmark uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> oh denmark <laughs> Um, For those of you not familiar with the new John Dillermond show, uh, it is a sort of like stop motion claymation-y type. Thomas the Trainy. Kids show. But um, there's one thing very different about this children's show. It's supposed to, it's supposed to teach how John or Jan, right? How he um, deals with a, a bodily abnormality, but how he uses it to his advantage instead of it being a um, a challenge. Yeah, and instead of like you know for a children's show be- that being like his arm or a foot, it's his or penis. he's missing an eye. Yeah, it's his penis. It's his dick. Yeah, it's his dick. His dick is like <laughs> the length of a football field. <laughs> yes. And it's also striped like a candy yeah. cane. Well, he's wearing like an old timey like nineteen. 19- 20s, 30s, like bathing suit. I don't know if you know. Yeah. a wrestling outfit. Yeah. And it's red and white striped. And then he's got like this candy cane penis that is like. That's retractable. That, yeah. That just, and, and like a monkey's tail. Yeah. And I just, I look at that and I'm like, you know, I'm pretty liberal. <laughs> and I don't disagree that this cartoon probably should be for adults. But I think from what I read, it, it's on a children's network, like kind of a pbs it's it's like yeah Nick Jr. Yeah 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 uh huh. <laughs> so no wonder parents are losing their shit over there. But I think it's hilarious. It is hilarious, but it doesn't belong on a. It belongs on like Adult Swim. It doesn't belong on a yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is um Tempo Perdido. Yeah. Uh, on the Hey Eugene album, uh, by Pink Martini. Who I've seen live. Yes. Amazing yes. to see Pink Martini live if you have the chance when live happens yes. again yes. sometime. Yes, yes. In the future, like, we yes. hope. Yes. Um, yeah, so fun new children's show. If yeah, you're out look there now, you can watch the first episode on YouTube. Maybe they've put others up. I don't and know. And I'm not saying it's not funny. It looked hilarious. I just, if it's actually on a kid's network, I could see why there'd be issues with that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, just as a parent thinking of all the questions I'd have to answer from my kid, it's not even worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So well, my kid would have loved it. Oh, absolutely. Loved it. Yeah. But I mean, when, okay, now. 
But the last thing you need is that kid at Halloween asking to dress up like that character. Because then what are you going to do? He's going to get thrown out of school. He's going <laughs> to... He's going Well, instead of, instead of, you know, your child is dressing up like a, a lion that has a tail that you'd have to make, mm-hmm. you're just going to... Get him the PJs or whatever, yeah. and get him and a add, yeah some socks to the front. A of candy cane. And there's your Halloween costume schlong for next year. That picks things up. <laughs> and he fed he he no. What did he do? Oh, my my favorite thing in the first episode is he um he goes he decides that he's gonna walk dogs, and he can walk more dogs because he can hold so many leashes with his dong. But really, and how then, many more leashes can he hold with his dong? Well. It was like five dogs, I think. So and it's then, like an elephant trunk. It's and got... then, and then the dogs got away. Yeah. And so he gets on the back of a truck, and as he's driving through town, mm-hmm. he dangles sausages from his schlong, <laughs> and then the dogs are chasing the truck. But you can't see. <laughs> this is wrong. <laughs> and then, and then the and then the dogs jump up and bite the sausage, but also his schlong. To which he goes, ah! And then, and then he uses his schlong to whip the dogs into the back of the truck, and he does that one by one until all the dogs are in the truck, and then all the neighbors clap, and they're oh like, yeah, you got Lord. our do- <laughs> You got our dogs back. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that was, I think, my favorite part. So, well, I know you- what I'm watching this weekend. <laughs> there can't be uh, too much John Dillermond. Dillermond or Dillermond or however. Dillinger, John Dillinger. <laughs> Oh my. Um, okay, so there's some things happening in the political world, and we're not going to talk directly about anything. But I, I will say, because I was asked by about five listeners now, those of you who do pay attention online. So there's actually two parts to this. The first part is sometimes on the podcast, we talk about things that if you don't engage with me on social media, like it's kind of an inside joke. Yes. And that's. I would, too yeah. bad, too well, bad. Well, I mean, and also in, inside jokes with us because we've known each other a long time. Sure. So yeah. if you haven't been listening to the podcast for a while, you may understand certain people that we refer to, characters, etc. Yeah. Um, and uh, so anyway, where am I going with this? Uh, pol- politics? Oh, yeah. So without talking about the climate specifically or any one political event, um, I'll just say that I have been definitely voicing my general opinion about the last uh, 72 hours. Yeah, well, and that's typical for you. Um, well, I mean, but for the last couple of months, I pretty much swore yeah. off of posting anything political. I think that's true, probably since the election. But, um, yeah, but mm-hmm. the last couple of days have just been like, I mean, I really don't think anyone should be taking a backseat. I just don't. I mean, it's totally fine for you to assert your opinion. Now, and I have asserted my opinion without expletives, without um, calling people terrible names, um, no, I think that your um, your statements have been your statements. But I said one thing in particular about, um, let's say, um, a certain group of people who broke into a certain building. Yes, yes. Um, and caused some trouble. I mean, I don't and know maybe, if I know what you're getting at, but and maybe, I'm just going to pretend. Maybe five people died. Um, I might have said something about that, including the pictures of said people who broke in, right? Yes, yes, okay. That was shared... 11 times by other people and the comments are just there's so many of them and I am just so proud of the people engaging in conversation about that that none of the conversations that I've followed have evolved into a shit show of name calling it's just it's just it's just been like 
this is terrible, it's shameful, they are an embarrassment, all these like things like that. But it hasn't been like expletives and like, you know, going to the nth degree of saying terrible things. And so I've been like actually pretty impressed with people being able to Mm-hmm. express but, their grief and horror. And when do you think that tide's going to change, though? Because eventually, I'd give it a couple of weeks before people well, start coming out and defending. Well, no, so here's the thing. So here's this is what I'm saying on this podcast. So as of today, mm-hmm. recording this podcast, which is January 8th, yes. um, I am going back into my social media bunker of no politics. Okay. I will not be posting about that. But, I mean, this was just a time where, like, I just could not hold my, you know, my opinion completely silent. Yeah. You know, I can't just verbally share it with you. Like I needed to. You needed to. Yes. And that's, yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of people felt that so way. I had that's a what week, social media is for. I had a solid week of that. And now it's back to you your back to your regular tiki programming. <laughs> <laughs> Cocktails and music and tiki and podcast and hoping that events of the future will actually happen. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I read an article yesterday that the rate of vaccination is so slow mm-hmm. that at this point, everyone will be vaccinated in nine years. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have a I have a feeling somebody has a plan to speed that up a bit. Yes. So Rory needs to just schedule his next Tiki event from nine years from now. <laughs> 2029. Yeah, just, you know, I know I paid for, I don't know, last year at this point. Just move it to 2029. Yeah. Yeah. So there's my good news for the day. <sighs> no, I think I think it's obviously it's uh, there's some news that I think it, it's picking up, um, and uh, it would be really cool, of course, if we got as quickly as we could to the point where there's like just the big like in the stadiums drive-throughs and you just go yeah, and you get it and exactly, it's, it's available because exactly. um, that is the plan. The, yeah. But that's still pretty far out. So yeah, because right now they're the focused on the you know the tier one, so it's harder. You know, you've got to ship it out to places. There's more planning in that, and it's just not mass. Well, just like a good gin martini, mm-hmm. um, the vaccine bruises is very easily. I know it's so delicate. Right? It's a delicate. So you flower. gotta you you gotta be gentle with uh, it. Um, well, go ahead. There was another one where they were going to give the vaccines to dentists to give out in their offices, and then I thought, yeah, and I, you know what? I really don't have a problem with that because that dentist either. puts a huge needle in my mouth all the time. Right. So if you're not okay with the dentist putting a huge ass needle in your mouth. Well, I mean, no, but I mean, right. So like you're at the dentist and just like, you know, when I go to the doctor and they're always like, do you want your flu vaccine? And I'm yeah. like, well, I mean, I wish you had looked it up first to realize I've already had it. But um, <laughs> when I haven't had it, I'm like, yeah, give it to me. Right. Yeah. So you're at the dentist. I'm going to the dentist next week. I need to have the temporary crown popped off and the new one put on. Mm-hmm. And um, I got the zirconium. <laughs> Should I tell my dental story? Wait, so you, is there, not zir, is zirconium like fake diamond? It's in the neighborhood, <laughs> and it's expensive. Is it gonna sparkle? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I'm not getting grills. Like nothing. <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing like that. Um, okay, so now, oh, do you want to do you want to hear what it would sound like if we played all eight of these songs at the same time? If I have to, which I know I already do. Kind of sounds like um, a casino, does it not? Oh, like, yeah, everybody's slot machine is winning yeah, a little bit. Yeah, the tables are playing, uh-huh. the slot machines are going. And so, then not horrible. Debbie's bonus cuts out. Yeah, she, her, she's She's one, and then, and then yeah. this one, and it's then she's like done. It's getting near 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning. Yes, the casino's getting quieter and quieter. Yeah, yeah keep going. And then, 4 in the morning. 
Yeah. No, this is, I would say this is more like 2.30. Now we're like probably at 3-ish. And now it's just you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a great analogy, by yeah, the way. Thank you. <laughs> Sometimes I have them. <laughs> Sometimes you do. Um, what were we talking about again? Oh, the dentist, the dentist. So, um, so I, I, I knew that I needed to have a crown replaced because I, I went in and I had my, my regular cleaning and they showed me the pictures that they take while they're in there. And mm-hmm. I, and I, they showed me that, you know, one of my crowns, one of the very back molars, um, is wearing away. Yeah. Uh, and she goes, you're, you're like, you're biting, you're chewing. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I wear a bite plate at night because, um, I'm constantly stressed, stress stressed ball. out and also COVID and, mm-hmm. um, politics. And the world is almost ending every day. So, uh, yeah, so yes, I'm grinding my teeth. I'm clinching. Um, <laughs> both sphincters and my jaw. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> like clinched. Everything is clinched. So I knew that I had to have the crown. And so I go in for the first appointment where they take it off. And of course that turned into a root canal thing. Mm. thing. Yeah. So now, so here's, so of the eight molars I have in the back of my mouth. Yes. Four on the top, four on the bottom. Um, Six of them are now crowns. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to count mine as we speak. And four of them are now root canal. Uh-huh. Because genetically, my yeah. mother, thank you so much. English teeth. Has given me terrible, terrible mm-hmm. teeth. I think I have four crowns. Um, so they're like, okay, so you can get this crown. Mm-hmm. The one where you're going to see like the gray seeping out from under the tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get the porcelain one that you had, which of course looks normal. Yeah. They're like, or you can get the zirconium, which um, has a 20-year guarantee. And um, we're not supposed to tell you this, but you chew all the ice you want, right? Yeah. They're like, except don't, because your other five crowns are still the old. They're not going to be able to handle it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, well, how much more is it? And they're like, it's pretty much 50% more. So it's, it's quite a, you know, and the insurance paid a small portion well, lasting of Lasting 20 years is a good. Yeah. And all the ice you can chew. So I, I went for it because I wanted to exhaust what was left in my, uh, FHA account. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, the, the flex spending yeah. account, whatever. Um, and so they're going to put it on next week and I've been doing, I've been, I watched some videos and I looked it up because this, before I said yes to it, I, I did a little bit of research and then you, so pretty much people are saying it's not a scam. If you are somebody who clinches, you're a night chewer, you know, you do those things. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the way you really want to go because they're so much less, they're, they're it's a very hard surface. surface yeah, um, they last longer and they don't crack and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, they're, they're essentially, um, Pretty close to the strength of a diamond. Of a diamond. Yes, as, mm. as far as hardness goes. Well, you'll have to test it out when you get it. Yeah, so it's some sort of remarkable carbon composite type thing that, Wait. yeah. You have to chew everything. But it, it would, to have the other seven replaced over time mm-hmm. is going to cost me, if I did the math, right about $18,000. Well, and then I'm going to picture you like Jaws from the James Bond movie after that with your indestructible, <laughs> your indestructible but teeth. But they're in the back. So uh, then you run into the other predicament of, you know, I've been whitening my teeth. And so do I have the crown made at what I think my whiteness will get to or what it's at now? And I went How often are people like looking in the back of your mouth? You're not. I'm the only one. Yeah, you're looking at it. I know. Yeah. So I went with now. Yeah. What it looks like now. Yeah. And I got my teeth whitened last year. Mm -hmm. You got your teeth whitened before? Like on a dentist? I just do it myself. It hurt like a bitch. Listeners. 
Yeah, no, I haven't done that. Yeah, it hurts. Um, it was worth it because I had a lot of coffee stains on my teeth, but for 24 hours afterwards, like when I breathed in and stuff, it, it hurt. Oh, like just the sensitivity of the air moving it's across your teeth? basically, they have to take the enamel off your teeth to get into the pores of your teeth. So they take the enamel off your teeth, and then they put that, they do four sets of putting that liquid on your teeth, and uh-huh. then they put that light on it. Um, so your teeth are getting drier and drier and drier. And then when you, when you're finally done, anything that hits it is hitting the nerves in your teeth until they build, you know, they build back up. It, they just hurts. It hurts. Huh. It hurts. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But I mean, it did look really nice. <laughs> so, yeah. I've had so much things mm-hmm. go wrong with my mouth and my mm-hmm. teeth over time. I, I just don't want to yeah. do Some that. Some people, they say, well, sometimes people only make it through one session or they, it's, you know, sometimes they get to the fourth. I made it to the fourth, but it was like the fourth one was like, I almost was like, you need to, because it's like 15 minutes sessions, four sessions. Yeah. It, not going back, but all at once. Oh, not over like weeks. No, no, no. It's all at once, but they do 15, I think it was like 15 minutes and then they take the stuff off and they give you a five minute break and they put it back on. They do. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It hurt. Know. It doesn't sound good to me. No. Um, all right. So uh, we really only have um, one other thing to talk about on this week's episode before we leave you with some music from South America. Mm-hmm. I am going to, uh, after the show ends, I'm going to play you some of the songs that we were listening to. And uh, you get to hear just the song without us jibber jabbering over it. Mm, that'll be a and, uh, and that is that. Well, we have our T-shirts and our rocks glasses for sale. ZenTikiLounge.com. Click on the store page. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Hmm. The shipping price has been lowered because I yes. found a better shipping option. Oh. And currently, the T-shirts and rocks glasses, the price for each plus the price for the um, like two and four packs have been lowered. And then also, I have left the holiday special up, which means you get a T-shirt and a pack of two glasses yes. uh, for a reduced price. Oh. So um, you're you're going to you're going to see reduced prices there. And here's the whole deal on shipping. Mm-hmm. Tell us uh, if you buy glasses, there's glass in there, and so the shipping on <laughs> the shipping on that is a little more than I would like it to be. But that's just the way it is. Yeah, because there's glass in there. There, well, there is, and and it's really it's the weight. And anytime I ship them to anyone who is basically this is Southern Southern California, so on the other side mm-hmm. of the Rockies, the price just shoots up. Yeah, well, it's a lot of shifting around going on those planes, trains, and well, automobiles. Well, they just they do it by distance. And I did for a while do the um, you know mm. if it fits it ships thing, where you know you just put anything you want in a box of yeah. the right size. Yeah. And, but they actually raise the prices on that, and it's actually cheaper to ship with your own box now. And I'm using a service called Pirate Shipping. Or, Pirate Shipping. Yeah, something like that. Um, but uh, go and uh, pick up our glasses and T-shirts because that helps support us. It all also helps me empty my garage. Yeah. <laughs> Which my, husband, which my husband would be very, very happy about. Go on iTunes, leave us a review, a five-star review, and then say anything you want. Don't forget to visit our friends at TikiBarTshirtClub.com. Yeah. Even though we are not currently wearing those T-shirts no. today, which is actually rare that we're not. Yeah, usually whenever I come over here, I have one on. Um, did you see this month's design? Do you know why I don't have one on? Why? Because I need to lose my COVID blanket. Oh. Yes, it's, most of us have it. Correct. Correct. Um, and so I, I started a couple of weeks ago. And so, um, yes, I need to lose my blanket. My challenge has been that I will get in three days of my fasting where I just eat dinner. 
Mm-hmm. That's all I do. So I mm-hmm. do like a 20 hour fast um, and I'll get that in like three days a week. And then like, you know, there's like an overthrow of the world happening and I'm like, I want to drink that yeah, night yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or something like that. Um, so it's been, it's been difficult because normally I can go five days in a week. Well, we're, we're two of a kind in, in that when we do this kind of stuff, the more restrictive, the better. Yes. Both of us are like that. So I've got two. two and I'm not like crazy belt. hungry all day. No, but both of us kind of like all the restrictions that come with fasting or we we're good diet. with rules. We're good with rules when it comes to dieting. Yeah. So. Did you see? Did you see this month's Tiki Bar T-shirt Club shirt? No, I didn't. What is it? So it's the um, Contiki Ports. Oh. Uh, it's. I think it's a really cool logo. I mean, I must have because I follow them, so I probably did see it. It has the Papiti Room. Oh, the Papiti Room. Yes. Uh, well, it did. So when next it month, I hope to. Um, it's not that I don't fit in the T-shirts. It's just that I would like them looser. You're not one of the people who will wear it when there's rolls. No, I'm not going to wear it when there's rolls. So hopefully by next month, when we do a Valentine's episode, I'll be back in my... We have done Valentine's cocktails on the show. One of them... Aloha Amore is actually a fan favorite. And that was a good one. I was, I think I was here for that one. Yes. Yeah. Who would have thought that chocolate mm-hmm. bitters would work in that cocktail, but it did. Um, so anywho, uh, go to zentikilounge.com, check out all the different stuff, recommend the podcast to other people. I'm going to be back now from the point of view of the listeners, it'll be a week in between, but I'm going to be back tomorrow with Pumpkin. Yes. She's going to be on the other end of the bar, distanced away from me. Uh, We are going to have, per her request, we are going to have um, a fruity, somewhat close to a dull whip that's what she wants. Not a pisco sour. No, not a pisco sour. <laughs> too, actually, I think if it was a sweeter pisco sour, I think she not would eat egg. it, but she won't do the egg white, yeah, right? Because she she's egg. a vegan. Yeah. Oh, that that brings up one more thing. So um, I posted my new my Christmas Eve dinner, which was prime rib. Yeah. I posted that, and um, there were two people who commented things like, "That's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen," and somebody else who said something similar. So I'm just assuming that these are people who are vegan, right? Yeah, yeah. Because everybody else was like, "Damn, that is like really nice and medium rare. It looks really good. You did a great job. The crust looks great. Ooh, horseradish cream. Blah blah blah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here's the thing: if you're a vegan. Um, you don't need to say something spiteful and hateful when I when I post something, um, because no one no one cares for the people who eat or don't eat things telling other people to fucking stop it. Well, are you sure it was some pumpkin on a? a, a I am positive. Mm. I am positive. Now again, um, this is we have one member of the podcast, one member of four who is vegan. Mm-hmm. The rest of us are omnivores, although. Uh, I think we definitely eat a lot less meat than we used to, and we are perfectly happy with a good yeah. vegetarian and vegan dish when it's in front of us. Yeah, and actually, I think for the most part, when I'm cooking for myself or just my kid, it's mostly vegetarian. I yeah. Don't, I don't skew towards meat because I just don't want to bother cooking it. Yeah, I try to make something vegetarian for the husband as much as possible, yeah. um, and uh, it works most of the time. Yeah, because as long good. as I give him a lot of rice or pasta with it, he's, he's okay he's, with it. He's fine. He needs his carbs. He can't deal without the meat and without the carbs. Oh, he needs, yeah, I need one or the other. Like, so for example, I have spaghetti squash in there and I want to make spaghetti squash, but it's like for him, I either have to put cheese or meat on that spaghetti squash or he's going to be like, no, because there's no carbs. There's, <laughs> yeah, no, there's carbs. no carbs and there's no protein in it. Right. right. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, heaviness yeah. Well, to it. You so. know, he needs something that's substantial. He does. So sometimes I make a base that is the same. So I will have spaghetti squash with a vegetable sauce. And then at the end, I will add like the cheese or meat to his because yeah. I'm like, I'm perfectly happy without it. But yeah, yeah. But, but anyway, if, if you're a vegan or a vegetarian and you don't like a picture that I post of like 
Your meat. Crab wontons or some meat or whatever. Just like, you don't have to comment. Yeah, we're not a a vegan page. Yeah, because guess what? What? You saying that, it didn't change my mind on anything. (laughs) I'm sure you're wonderful people. Um, but I just needed to say that. All right. Uh, so here comes, uh, here, I'm going to tell people what we're going to listen to. Okay. You tell so again, we listened to them earlier in the show, but again, now you get to hear them without us gabbing. You are going to get, like Oh, it. so I'm going to play, um, fried bananas. Uh, and I'm going to play for you that fly me to the moon, um, bossa nova version that we were kind of humming along to yeah. earlier. Okay. Uh, and that about does it for us here in the Zen Tiki lounge. So well, it's been about an hour. until next time. Mm. Mahalo.
Thank you.